Hello there, fellow wisdom seekers. Welcome to another episode of the Brave New World Order podcast, straight out the dungeons of podcasting. I am your host, Brandon St. One. Thank you so much for joining me today as we dive into some more of the CSRQ-SM, Bill Sweet, Oculum Labs, Gideon interviews that have been dropped. I took a minute to take a step back from all of that just for a little while because it's kind of all the same over and over and over again. Yeah, we know that they want to implement some kind of digital currency, social credit score. I don't know how they're going to do it. I'm not sure if these these group of individuals knows really if that this is really what's going to happen. They seem pretty confident in it, but I'm just exploring what's out there. I am not attached to anything, but it is out there and I love looking at this stuff. So come with me and we're going to take a journey down into the rabbit hole and look at two interviews with Bill Sweet and Gideon. And they are pretty interesting. They get into some pretty interesting stuff. So that's what we're diving into today. And before we do that, if you could take a minute to subscribe to the Brave New World Order podcast. That way you know when new episodes drop. And it also helps out the show. And it helps the algorithm, you know, helps get the Brave New World Order podcast out there. And more people discovering it. And you can also share this to help out as well. Share it with your friends, your family, acquaintances, random people on the street, at stores, anybody, random internet addresses, just type in xyz at gmail.com, send it off, let people know about the Brave New World Order podcast, and you know I'm half joking about sending it to randos, but share the podcast if you enjoy it, and also you can contact me and give me feedback, say what's up, give me show ideas, news articles, all that good stuff. You can email me the Brave New World Order Podcast at gmail.com. And you could also follow me on Twitter at Brave NWO Podcast. I would love to hear from you. I love getting emails from you, my listeners. It makes it all worthwhile. All this investigating and staring into the abyss for hours on end, driving myself mad to bring you these news stories and these interesting things that are going on out there. It makes it all worth it when I hear from you. So reach out. Let's connect. And if you like what the Brave New World Order podcast is all about and you want to help the show, you want to help support it and see it grow, you can click the link in the show notes below and help out creative, independent minds like me, Brandon St. One. I will be forever grateful for your help and your support. I have plans for the Brave New World Order podcast and I want to grow it. And it's just me running the show right now and that's awesome. So I am really appreciative for all of your help and all of your support and all of your emails. So thank you so much. Let's move on to today's topic. We have an update from Bill Sweet at oculumlabs.com, which was nuked. So he's been posting on a website called justpaste.it. I will post the links. There's been tons of Intel drops lately. 
every week or so, maybe a couple, but I don't get into each and every one because it's pretty much about the same CSRQ implementation. But I did read this one here and it's pretty awesome. And it gets into some really deep stuff a little bit beyond just, you know, jabs and social credit scores. It gets into more of a spiritual war and it's very about the astral plane and the war on in other dimensions. It gets into something that I did not think it would get into and it piqued my curiosity immediately. So I wanted to uh, read the whole thing for you. There's part one and there's part two. And I would like you guys to just listen to it for yourself. Maybe you don't have time to go and read it on the website. You're, you know, you can just listen to this in your car or at work, however you, whenever you listen to the podcast, it's probably, you know, I just thought maybe it would be more convenient for you instead of me just summarizing it, that you could just hear the whole interview, both of the interviews. It's part one and part two, pretty, pretty interesting stuff. And I just thought it kind of goes along with everything that's going on out there, especially in the United States with, um, you know, it seems like a manufactured civil war is being being uh, pushed forward. Seems like a lot of divide and conquer shit is happening. And I think we need to keep our cool and just realizing that they are pulling strings and everybody just needs to chill out, even though it's quite terrifying what's going on, you know, but just realize they are playing games and they are trying to get people angry and they're trying to stoke the flames. And that seems what's going on in the USA right now, as far as everywhere else in the world, it seems like they're doing a controlled demolition with the food supply and the energy. Uh, I'd love to hear from other people in Europe and Australia, Canada, and everything that's really going on there, because I know here in the States, we have to really dig deep for information and news. They're not telling us everything that's going on. I see the uprisings. I see the protests all over the world, and you don't see those on the news. You have to dig deep for them. So I would love to hear from my listeners across the globe about what's going on in your countries and what you think is going down. I'd love to hear from you. So yeah, email me, the Brave New World Order Podcast at gmail.com. But yeah, in the United States, it seems like they're definitely creating the two factions, like, like solidifying the two factions. They've been creating, but now, especially with the latest speech given by the president, it seems like, you know, they are us and them mentality now and it's getting kind of heated so just everybody realize it's a game and don't go too crazy who cares what they think about you if you voted for trump or whoever you voted for who cares you know who you are you know that you're not a fascist extremist or anything like that or maybe you are if you are then uh, i don't know i don't know what to tell you you probably should not listen to this show then because i'm not down with that but i'm just saying you know who you are you don't need to worry about what Somebody like the Joe Biden says about you. So that's what I'm saying. Don't get all riled up. I know they're trying to get people riled up, and that's why I say it. So just listen to these interviews with Bill and Gideon, and just take them in. And you can go read them yourselves, too. But I read them pretty much verbatim. I think there's one part in the second interview I just kind of left out because it was just kind of like boring, rambling back and forth. But I got into all the real juicy stuff with the spiritual warfare and the astral plane and all the shit that I did not expect this to go. And I love it. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty interesting. It's not awesome if it's if it's really happening. It's very fucking terrifying. But 
you know, you have to just accept that things are going the way they're going. These evil people, regardless if this story is true, there are evil people and evil powers that are going to try to pull the strings and you can't, what can you do? You can't teleport to where they are and stop them physically, right? So what you have to do is be cool and calm and take care of your world and your kingdom because nobody's coming to save you. And that's one of the things that I thought was pretty interesting in this, these interviews when Gideon says, you know, don't, don't go looking for somebody else. Don't go looking for anybody to follow. Something like that. You'll see. You know, so it kind of that kind of piqued my interest a little bit because I'm I'm def still questioning the psyop aspect of all this. I mean, this went from Guardians of the Looking Glass, and it took me to this CSRQ Bill Sweet. I haven't seen uh, an update or anything about Guardians. I mean, they mentioned Guardians in one of these interviews, but there hasn't been any updates from the Guardians themselves, and that got pretty wacky at the end about talking about an amulet and an ancient, you know, device or something. And then they just kind of abandoned that whole thing. Then we got onto this social credit score and social credit management system. And it just kind of stayed that way for a little bit. Now this went deep into like spiritual warfare and all this shit. Take a listen. It's pretty fucking awesome. Pretty wild shit. So here it is. Intel drop 14 and 17. Because like I said, they dropped a bunch of interviews and I just didn't want to read every single one. Just kind of keep up with the most interesting ones. And these are definitely interesting. So check them out. And I'll check back at the end. This is Intel drop number 14. It is excerpts from a conversation with Bill Sweet from Oculum Labs and Gideon. Bill starts by saying, We talked the other day about what the Cabal is doing in September. Changing the rules. People are asking me about that. Can you get into that more? Gideon replies, it relates to the post-reset world and the true reason behind it. Does this come from your guys, Bill asks? Gideon says, it came from a trusted source with knowledge of the Cabal's activities. I followed it up with my guys to see if they had heard or seen anything in their work to confirm it. Were they able to, Bill asks? Gideon says, they were. They thought back to the early presentations about the software. Things discussed about the metaverse. It was buried deep in one presentation, in a slide, and it confirmed it. They remembered it. Bill asks, what is it? Gideon replies, do you recall how I've spoken about how they want to inject the unvaccinated post-reset with this new formulation, the one I call the nanohydra? Bill says yes. Gideon asks, do you recall how I've told you that this new formulation isn't going to kill you? It's not designed for that. Bill says, right, they don't want to kill us with it. Gideon says, their goal is to keep certain people alive as long as possible, hooked up to the metaverse, living out lives within a virtual world that the cabal totally controls. Bill says, I figured they had some plan like that. I know this metaverse idea is a big deal to them. They want us to be part man, part machine, and controlled by them. Gideon says, but Bill, you don't know the whole story. They have the technology to keep you alive forever. Forever, that's their goal. Forever? Bill asks. Gideon says, forever. Bill says, to keep us trapped? Isn't that against free will? Gideon replies, it is. But the ceremony they're doing in September 
is going to change that. How? Bill asks. Gideon replies, they are rewriting the rules that they abide by, dispensing of them, walking away from them, ending them, dissolving them. Bill says, I can't wrap my mind around the weight of what that carries with it. This is a five-hour discussion. Bill replies, it is. I'm just trying to tell you, this goes beyond injections and a dystopian world. There's a bigger plan. It's to enslave souls and keep them here, trapped, forever. They've been researching ways to extend life years, not just for them, but for us. Bill asks, can they do it technology-wise? Yes, they can, Gideon replies. Bill says, don't they need a lot of organ transplants? How do they stop a person from aging? People die eventually. Gideon says, they figured it out with the Hydra, the ageless, never-dying parasite. Bill replies, ah, right, found in the vaccine. Gideon says, yes. Bill says, but people think that's disinformation, not proven. Gideon says, well, it's miracle they found it at all. It wasn't used in the COVID vaccines. It was sent out in very small numbers for experimental testing on people. Bill says, so it's real? They managed to find it, but most of the time they wouldn't? Gideon says, right. So people believe it's made up. They can't seem to replicate it or find it anywhere else. But it is, in fact, real. Bill says, I see. So does the Hydra alone produce these anti-aging effects? Gideon replies, no, no. It's part of it. And yes, there will be organ replacements. And the process is gruesome. Who and how they will harvest those organs from? Bill says, who? Gideon replies, the third world, the poor, young people, they're already doing it now. Bill says, I will ask you again about this a different time, okay? I want to know more about this, but I don't want to get sidetracked. Gideon says, okay. Bill then asks, so how many people can they keep alive forever? They can't do billions of people. Gideon replies, no, of course not. Many will die. The current crop of vaccines are doing the killing. They have a plan for the third world to kill them too, but not now. What they want, and this is the most upsetting part, is this plan is for the unvaccinated. They aren't going to do this with anyone who got vaccinated. Bill says, so after the reset, will they still use the deadly vaccines? Gideon, sparingly, yes, to terminate people they don't want to put into this state of eternal existence but the primary focus will be on the unvaccinated because the previously vaccinated took a death sentence. Every last one of them will be dead within 10 years and they're irreparably poisoned and damaged. Bill says, so the main vaccines, these COVID ones, were just about death? Gideon replies, yes, and the choice people made to get it. They slowly do damage to the heart, blood vessels, and so on. Each batch had different amounts of the mRNA poison. Everyone will die within 10 years or so, but each will die at a different random times. They can also be tracked too, but it's somewhat secondary to the main goal, which was murder. Bill says, so they are happy to kill off all the vaccinated, but why do they want the unvaccinated trapped and kept alive so bad? Gideon says, we think 
It's an order that has come from the other side. What other side, Bill asks. The afterlife, the astral plane, Gideon replies. Bill says, okay, I need a moment. The astral plane, an order from the astral plane? Gideon says, yes, because a war is being fought in the spiritual realm, but that war has a boundary. It cannot pass into our realm. Bill says, a war, okay. Well, can you explain the astral plane to me first? Gideon says, it's much like our world, but ephemeral. The laws of physics are different, more like a dream world, but oppressive, dirty, and dark. A very rare few in this realm can access it while still alive. Very few, usually in a trance or a dream state. Bill now says, now we're into another five-hour discussion. I have a thousand questions, but I'm going to just accept that for now. The astral plane. Okay, the astral plane has a war going on, and they need unvaccinated people trapped in this earthly plane? Why? Gideon says, because if they keep unvaccinated souls trapped here, it means they starve the army of the righteous on the other side. It means the war going on there will be won by the cabal because no new souls will join the creator to fight them. Bill says, that's a lot to take in. But wait, they just killed billions. Who now passed over to the afterlife? The afterlife must be full of new people. Gideon says it is. But think of who they killed, Bill. Who? The sheep. So the cabal's numbers on the other side have been greatly bolstered, while the army of the righteous will be starved because none of the unvaccinated will pass on. Bill says, okay, okay, I get it. I get it now. Oh my God, this is insane. I always wondered why they would want to kill off their own sheep. Now we know why, or at least this is what you're saying is why. Gideon says, they don't need those sheep here anymore. They need them in the afterlife. Bill says, the guardians were not kidding when they said the most evil plan of all time. There's nothing more diabolical than this. You must have told them before you told me. Gideon says, no, Bill, they already knew. Bill says, why did you keep this from me? Gideon replies, I didn't at all. You knew most of it. CSRQ, the reset, what will happen after, you knew. I'm just giving you the last piece of the puzzle. Bill says, okay, let's take a step back. Did you learn it from the Guardians or did you already know? Gideon says, I had heard rumors and chatter of it for years. Then they confirmed it. But that's just one confirmation, Bill. One source. I needed more. I finally got more. More than enough. Bill now says, it's fully making sense now. I just needed all that cleared up. So anyway, they know. Who else knows? Gideon says, I'm sure a few do. They're not speaking about it. Bill says, will the Guardians do something? Gideon says, maybe, but the agents are trying to destroy them, just like they are trying to destroy us. Bill then says, have you talked to them at all? Gideon replies, not recently. The last I did, they foreshadowed all of this. They know what's coming. Bill then says, I've had a few people ask about them. I remember they posted some videos about a singularity. I don't remember that clearly. Gideon then says, some of that goes beyond what we will discuss today. I will have to explain it another time. It's important, but it's eight years away. We need to focus on that now, the moment.
this moment. Bill says, okay, so who else knows? All these sovereigns know this is the plan to enslave us unvaccinated? Gideon says, most would be aware, yes. Great rewards await them if they go along with this. Bill says, so they know about this war on the other side. Gideon says, some sovereigns will know. Some will just have a vague idea. It's not that important for the cabal to inform every sovereign of the exact plan. It's more important they bribe them and keep them in line with serving the agenda. Bill says, I see. Will they plan to live forever too? Gideon replies, some will. Others will pass on to take high positions in the leadership of the armies on the other side, if and when they are needed. Bill then asks, if they didn't do this, let's say there, there were no vaccines, no mass killing of the sheep, what would happen? Gideon replies, it was looking like they were going to lose the war on the other side. Now it's different. So many sheep died or are dying, and they will join the cabal in this war on the other side. The rate of the unvaccinated dying is the same as always, a low death rate. But once the reset happens, they plan to reduce that to nothing by keeping us all alive forever. So that the righteous army is starved, Bill asks? Yes, Gideon replies. What is the righteous army doing to stop this, Bill asks. Gideon replies, they can do very little. They can interact with highly sensitive people sometimes to pass messages but the cabal controls anyone of any public popularity or presence. They can't get the word out. They know fewer good souls are arriving, and they know soon almost none will arrive. Their numbers are limited, while the cabal's numbers on the other side are exploding. Bill says, it's up to us then to save them and save ourselves. Yes, it is, Gideon replies. Bill asks, or says, we will get attacked for saying this. For publishing it. Gideon replies, ignore them, Bill. They will all be dead soon, and they will join the hell on the other side. Hell, Bill asks. Gideon replies, the war in the next realm is hellish. I want to know more about that, Bill says. Gideon says, it's a war beyond anything anyone here understands. If the cabal can succeed and keep you and me and others trapped here forever, then the cabal will win that war and retain total dominion over earth as well. They will control the astral and this earth. Right now, they mostly control earth, but they are or were rapidly losing the war on the other side to the righteous. This is going beyond anything anyone in the alternative media understands. I've never heard a single person talk about this. Gideon says they're gatekeepers or just don't know. Bill says September is coming fast. This meeting, then what? Gideon replies, money is going to run out and be worthless. It will sneak up on people. How quickly the collapse will happen. Do you think September will be the beginning of the collapse and then the reset happens, Bill asks? Gideon replies, I don't have an exact date. My gut feeling is they want this to accelerate by winter. We have no time, Bill says. Gideon says, no, we don't. And we've now experienced huge setbacks. You've lost support. People ran to the gatekeepers. Bill then says, is there a way we can get your guys to make more people sovereign on a larger scale? Gideon answers, Bill, we can't even trust the people who write you. 
Half of them are agents and stab you in the back. We've done our best. We have, but I can't promise anything, Bill says. So we go with our group. There's just a few of us. It's all we can do now, Gideon answers. Bill says, if you're not sovereign, then you're doomed. Gideon replies, doomed. The unvaccinated will be hunted like rabbits because the cabal needs them alive and enslaved. This whole world will be transformed in just a few years. Where will they put the unvaccinated, Bill asks. They just told you, Gideon says. Oh my God, that monstrosity in Saudi Arabia or something else? That's just what came to mind, Bill says. Gideon replies, yes, and of course, many other places, underground bases, many purposes for them. Some experimental, some for mind control, some that are more comfortable situations like the creation in Saudi Arabia. They will be treated as cattle, as experiments, but also great care will be taken so not a single one dies. Some will live in cities, go about their day, monitored, of course, with very limited movement. Bill asks, who is left outside this world when the dust settles? Gideon replies, sovereigns, mostly. A few vaccinated who will limp along in compliance until their demise. The third world people who will be thinned out and exterminated with a similar voluntary vaccination program and sent on to the cabal's armies on the other side. Bill says, I just realized something. This won't happen right away. CSRQ will happen, but the completion, it would have to be years away. Gideon answers, true, it won't happen right away. For now, their focus is on collapsing the currencies and resetting the world. What I'm talking about is their much bigger plan. By 2030, it will be fully implemented. Bill says, but the reset in CSRQ will happen soon. Gideon, yes, very soon. Then they will have about seven years to get things sorted. The vaccinated will die off and go to the other side and fight for the cabal there. The unvaccinated will be forced to take the nanohydra and placed in extremely restrictive conditions. All of the logistics of transitioning the world will take place over those seven years of tribulation. Then, in 2030, it will be done. The vaccinated, dead, and gone. The third world, mostly disposed of, with some left over for other purposes, and the previously unvaccinated, now vaccinated with the nanohydra, tucked away, safe, hooked up to machines, living in the metaverse, and immortal. Unable to move on and join the righteous warriors on the other side. This is their vision. No one even knows about it. No one is even stopping it. Bill says, this is a nightmare beyond all conceivable nightmares. Gideon replies, yes it is. Bill then says, okay, I need to think about all of this. I want to follow this up. Can we go deeper into this again? You opened a can of worms. There's no closing it. I want to know it all now. Gideon says, you will. We will soon. Bill says, let me take a moment to recap all of this. So, first, the Cabal wanted to kill billions of their own sheep here on Earth to send them to fight for their armies in the astral plane. Then, to starve the side of the righteous, the ones they are fighting, they are going to keep the unvaccinated here on Earth hooked up to machines and force them to live forever. Did I get it about right? Gideon answers, you did. It's a war being fought in two different dimensions. Now, does it all make more sense what the Cabal is up to? Bill says, I've always believed there was a spiritual element. 
And this explains why they killed off their own people, the ones who are compliant, the ones who already serve the cabal. They all took a poison shot. I could never figure out why they wanted them all dead of all the people. Those are the ones who support the cabal the most. With this, it's the full picture, but I still need to process it in my mind. Gideon says, the cabal is moving in and out of both these realms, Bill. That's what the September meeting is going to entail. It's what they do during their meetings. They have seances. They access other entities from beyond. They meet with and speak to commanders who lead the armies over there. Then they work day and night to keep the sheep on earth totally stuck in a materialistic belief system so they never clue in on the fact that there's more beyond this life. Bill says, this is so interesting. So the cabal feels that someone who gets vaccinated will be a reliable warrior for them on the other side. Simply getting vaccinated is enough for them to send them on to fight. Gideon says, yes, it's a statement of submission. To have gotten this vaccine, you told the cabal that you will serve and submit. It's all they need. Bill says, even those who were reluctant and didn't want to lose their jobs and took it anyway? Gideon answers, that was more than enough to show submission. They will have to fight in the cabal's army on the other side, whether they like it or not. Bill says, and the unvaccinated, they would fight for the righteous army? Gideon says, they most certainly would once they pass on. Not only is their blood pure, their spirits are pure. They rejected the cabal with a bold statement. The righteous in the astral plane will welcome them. God will welcome them. Bill says, the cabal is going to do the reset, CSRQ, force vaccinate, then hook us up to the metaverse and keep us alive forever. We won't ever move on. We won't be able to fight here in this world at all and we'll never die and go help fight in the next. Gideon says, this is their grand plan. Bill replies, they're violating free will. Gideon says, as far as they are concerned, after this next ceremony in September, they will have free reign to do whatever they want. They are claiming total dominion over Earth. Bill says, they're claiming Earth. This is their moment. This must be a huge deal for them. Gideon says, it's everything. Bill asks, can't we get the military to go in and hunt them down? Gideon answers, they control the military. Bill asks, do you know where this meeting will be? Gideon says, I don't know. My source isn't sure. They love Switzerland, but it could be anywhere. I mean, anywhere. For something like this, it could be Antarctica. It could be a remote desert part of Australia. It's the most important ceremony they've done in over a hundred years. Bill says, I see. Well, I need to ponder this. I'm going to publish this. I worry we'll lose credibility. This is too much. Gideon says, Bill, how many times do I have to tell you? It doesn't matter. If you helped a sick dog off the street and brought it back to health, they will hate you. They will attack you. They will make 20 videos about it. Bill helped the dog, but we don't think the dog was really hurt. They are fanatics. Bill said, they're just sad. I don't even pay attention to half of it. It's so stupid. Gideon replies, I want you to stay on target and do not let off the gas. Stay focused on what matters, not on them. Bill answers, I will. We have to be true to what we know, who we are, and what we are doing. I just know if I publish this, we'll have a lot of skeptics, a lot of questions. 
Some will just write you off. Gideon replies, it's important they consider it and allow themselves to see the bigger spiritual picture. This earth and this life is not the only thing. There is more beyond. Bill asks, I'm going to get questions about the Bible, about God and Jesus, and how this fits into with religion overall. How does it make sense? Gideon says, if you read Revelation, the answers are in there. No one ever puts scriptures into context like I just provided. They always thought, this must all be happening on earth. Well, it is, but in multiple dimensions, not just in this one. Bill says, that's incredible. I I'd never considered that. Gideon says, the cabal wants us stuck and focused on this world and thinking nothing of the next. Bill says, I'm going to have to ask you about this war on the other side. I want to know what's going on. I want to know what the war is like and why they are fighting it. I want to know the history, the past hundred years, everything leading up to this. I have so many questions. Gideon says, we will get to that. For now, you should just publish this as a part one. People need to read this and process it first. Then we can get into more questions. Bill says, okay, fair enough. I worry you will get called a heretic, that they will say you are preaching against God's word, that you are so far afield of scripture. Gideon says, I know the Bible, Bill. I know the word. Even if we take away the religious aspect, what I'm telling you is what will happen. I'm giving everyone a guidebook on the cabal's real, true plans. Look deeper. It goes far beyond just needing to reduce the population. There are much bigger questions at hand. Look at their goals with transhumanism, the metaverse. This is their plan to win both wars. The one here and the one on the other side. Starve the righteous ones in the afterlife of new souls and fill up the other side with the vaccinated sheep. Now the other side is strong. Meanwhile, keep the unvaccinated here on earth trapped and controlled. Bill says, it's an insane plan, but I can see how it would work and why they are doing it. If it's really true, there's a war on the other side. And you always said the drones were not really meant to kill. They're meant to vaccinate the unvaccinated. Gideon says, they will always prioritize that, but some will die. They do plan to kill some people, but not many. They believe the fiercest fighters are the ones who could really help the righteous ones on the other side. So they really want them trapped, captured, and alive here on earth. Bill says, I'm really curious how the world will look in four or five years, how they will pull this off, how it can really be done. Will anything look normal? Gideon says, yes, of course. The vaccinated will slowly be dying. The cabal is ready with plans to help transition the world. The unvaccinated eventually be forced to take the nanohydra will still live in function. They'll have homes or apartments, but live under constant surveillance and oppression. They won't be able to travel. This is why the cabal is so focused on travel restrictions. The cabal wants the unvaccinated in a proverbial cage, monitored, contained, but also drugged, compliant. They think the metaverse is the key to keeping people like you and me happy in some altered state so we don't rebel. Bill says, wait, what about suicide? Since the cabal is trying to keep us alive, we could, well, that can't be right. Gideon says, no, that's not the answer. Suicide won't be an answer for us. It would work in a practical sense, but it carries with it spiritual ramifications, very bad ones. We would not be ready to fight on the other side if we did that. The cabal is more worried about the unvaccinated resisting, but as far as I know, 
They are very confident in their plans. Bill says, this illustrates how important our information is. People need to wake up. Gideon says, it does, yes. People do need to wake up. The cabal is very serious about this. This is Intel drop number 17. The cosmic rules are about to change part two. It is a discussion between Bill Sweet at Oculum Labs and Gideon. Bill asks, we talked about how the cabal has a special meeting in September. Is that still planned? And why is that meeting so special? Gideon says, it is still planned. The meeting will consecrate a covenant that will give full and complete reign to the cabal over Earth. Bill asks, who else is agreeing to that? Or is the cabal just issuing a decree? Gideon replies, it is being declared through their emissaries and vessels on the other side in the astral plane who have much more power than anyone on Earth. And yes, they are issuing a decree. There is no other side negotiating with them. Bill asks, where are the good forces? Where are the righteous you talked about? There's no way they would agree to this. Gideon says, they are shut out of the agreement. They don't agree with it. But right now, they have almost no one on earth strong enough to resist or fight back. What about in the astral plane, Bill asks. Gideon says, they are fighting a war there now. All of their resources are going into that. And there's almost nothing they can expend on earth. Earth is also so cut off from the astral that they have a lot of trouble just communicating at all with anyone here. They can't even get through to hardly anyone here, Bill. Bill says, so they know what's happening, what the Cabal is going to do, and they've decided they can't save Earth? Gideon replies, they have decided that because there's nothing they can do. They also know they are going to be starved of righteous souls passing over with this new vaccination plan, and they are very concerned. But what can they do? Their access to Earth is limited. They cannot reach anyone here. It is like a fog pushing through a cloudy soup. It is hard to describe, but this realm is about as real and accessible to them as us using sonar the way a dolphin or whale does. If someone told you to go swim in the ocean, close your eyes and use sonar to see around you, could you do it, Bill? Would you be able to see anything? Bill replies, no, I would see nothing. I couldn't do it. Point taken. But it sounds like the Cabal has humans here on Earth that can connect with the astral with ease. Why is it so easy for the Cabal to go back and forth between these dimensions? Gideon says, they can connect to the astral through their occult ceremonies. They are trained in these practices. They connect routinely with spirits from the other side to receive instructions. Bill says, but the righteous people here on Earth, they are not trained? They are not able to connect? Gideon replies, no, they used to be, but many of those souls are in the astral now. Earth has been depleted of those trained in these practices. It has been for many years, partly due to the Cabal's efforts to target them and in some cases, kill them. Bill says, what about this galactic federation I hear about? All the people who channel them? Gideon says, I would say half of it is completely bogus. And the other half, you have dark entities connecting with unsuspecting channelers, feeding them deceptions. Bill asks, 
Why are the channelers able to connect, but righteous people here on earth can't connect to the other side? Gideon says, because, again, it has to do with the training and who is being targeted. The channelers are completely unprepared and lack understanding of what they are doing, and they are easily exploited by dark entities. Anytime a righteous soul from the other side might try to make contact, a dark entity will interfere and take over. The channeler doesn't know better. They are untrained. If the righteous here on earth try to make contact with the righteous in the astral, they are targeted, sometimes even deceived, because they lack training too. Bill asks, do these dark entities on the other side somehow have more power, more of an ability to get through to this realm? It seems they do. Gideon replies, yes, in part because the Cabal has so many of their humans trained and connecting with them. The Cabal also physically controls some of the portals. There are ones in South America, Russia, Iraq, and more than a few important ones in Arizona, Utah, and Colorado. The Cabal controls their physical access, giving them an extraordinary advantage. The good forces here are spread apart, while the Cabal is highly organized, highly dedicated to occult practices, a lot of whom I would call good teachers are also under intense attack here on Earth. A lot of good souls, doing their best, receive the most psychic and spiritual attacks of anyone. This makes them even less able to do the work they need to do. Bill says, okay, thank you for explaining this. It's making sense to me. I'm just trying to understand why it seems like the Cabal has so much power, while these good forces seem outnumbered. Gideon says, it is simply because the Cabal's control over Earth has been increasing steadily for years, while the balancing powers of good forces have been waning and declining. The battle on the other side was about even. Then the poison shots were taken by literally billions of spiritually dead people who will now die in work for the Cabal in the astral. This will greatly boost the Cabal's war footing there. Meanwhile, the leftover unvaccinated who are still here on Earth still alive, while aware and awake in many ways. They do not have a plan at all for what is coming, nor do they even know what is coming. They will not be allowed to have a natural passing into the astral to join the good forces there or to be with the Creator, nor will they be allowed to do any good work here on Earth once they are vaccinated with this new life-extending formulation. Bill says, thank you, that's helping me conceptualize what's going on. This is a complex spiritual war game across multiple dimensions. Let's return to the Cabal, their claiming of Earth. Once they have this ceremony, what's going to happen? Gideon answers, these restrictions they always adhere to, those will be gone. Some are already gone. They always followed some rules. Bill says, but those rules didn't seem to stop them from killing, murdering people, and hurting children. Gideon says, no, but they did keep all of that secret and contained, cloaked in deception, or kept underground, literally and figuratively. Now they won't. Bill asks, why did they have rules in the first place? Gideon answers, because there were once much more powerful beings on this planet who were righteous who enforced some of these rules, but they are all but gone now. The Cabal is more confident 
than ever. They can simply take over Earth without repercussions. Bill asks, what about the unvaccinated who resisted? Are they not powerful enough? Gideon answers, collectively, there are things they could do to harm the cabal, but they are not what I'm referring to. I'm referring to beings who held great power over the cabal, who were spiritually advanced and trained in proper techniques. They could match the cabal's power, and they enforced these previous rules. They could not stop the cabal's evil and killing, but they could impose some restrictions to prevent the cabal from turning Earth into a literal hellscape of horrors. These beings are no longer here. They are in the astral, fighting the war there. Bill says, I see. I've seen some things going on that seem to not follow any rules anymore, like the lockdowns in China, the starvation of people, the vaccines for kids, scientists telling us we now need to eat human flesh, or scientists claiming pedophilia is somehow normal. This seems way more bold, way more. Does this relate to these other meetings you told me about? Gideon says, yes, it does. They've already had a series of meetings and crafted new agreements, which is why some of what they are doing is more brazen than usual. This meeting in September seems to be the final one for these purposes. Bill says, okay, this is confirming everything you told me because I felt they're not even following rules or laws they used to. Gideon says, no, they are not. Bill says, now they're just telling people directly, we are going to do this to you. They just said the booster shots aren't even tested. Openly, by the way, not tested. I guess because they now think Earth is all theirs. No need to waste time with testing. I also saw Kanye West had some satanic ritualistic thing in Atlanta, out in the open. Gideon says, yes, but deception is still in place and still key. I don't think that will go away completely right now, but they are going to be more direct going forward. The game here on Earth isn't really complete until 2030 for the Cabal. Bill says, I see. After 2030, the vaccinated will be dead, and the unvaccinated, who will eventually be vaccinated, will be hooked up to the metaverse. Gideon says, that is correct. By then, if you somehow lived without being injected and retained your sovereignty and your soul, you will see things you cannot even believe. Bill says, I already see things I can't believe coming from these maniacs. Gideon says, the true test of it will be how the public at large reacts. They have been heavily exposed to the truth, yet they ignore it. Bill says, I want to understand something better. The cabal plans to vaccinate every unvaccinated person. If an unvaccinated person takes this formulation, or they are forcibly injected with it, you suggested to me many times that this will irrevocably alter them in some way. Will they be the same person? Gideon answers, based on what I know about this formulation, no, they will not be the same. It is not a poison, Bill, not like the current ones. It will take the most advanced techniques in terms of transhumanism and nanotech and install them into the human body. Bill says, there's a lot of reports of the nanotech, of the tracking, people being caught on Bluetooth and so on. You said that is just testing for the future vaccine for the unvaccinated, correct? Gideon replies, that is correct. They've tested a lot of things on the vaccinated, but the purpose is to kill them. That's it. Anyone who took the vaccine by their own choice, 
The purpose is to kill. Of course, in the course of issuing billions of these doses, the cabal has put out all kinds of experimental doses too. Those experiments are just tests for their future formulation that will be used post-reset once CSRQ is online. Bill says, I see. What about the children? What happens to them? Why would they vaccinate them? Gideon answers, Bill, this is one reason why these meetings took place. Why the cabal is claiming Earth. So they can kill the children. Bill says, won't the children join the righteous forces in the astral? Why would the cabal want that? It would offset all the vaccinated souls they sent there. Gideon says, no, children will go be with the creator. The cabal doesn't want them on earth, and they cannot be sent to the astral. The cabal wants to get rid of them and stop new births. Children bring light into this world that the cabal cannot extinguish. Animals do too. Bill says, wow, you just opened another can of worms and my head is spinning. I never in a million years considered any of this. So the kids don't go to the astral? Gideon answers, no, they do not. They go back to the creator. They bypass the astral. The cabal would like to be able to prevent that. They've tried for millennia, but some forces in the universe, some rules cannot be broken. Bill says, I don't know if this is good news or bad news. I'm glad they are going to be with the creator, but what they are doing to these children by injecting them, by killing them, it is heinous beyond description. I am so sad for these kids. Gideon says, their souls are protected, Bill. God protects them. They will know little pain from this. They will believe at the time of the shot, their parents were doing the best for them and loved them. They will rejoin the creator almost instantly after passing. The parents, on the other hand, they will have written into the code of their own souls a contract with the cabal that is everlasting. Bill says, you first doomed yourself taking the poison, then killed your child. There are no words for that. What about animals? I saw a horrifying story that they want to inject the mRNA shots into animals. Gideon says they do, and they are. They're killing everything, Bill. Part of destroying the food supply is to back the unvaccinated into a corner. Part of getting rid of animals is to take away humanity's companions, too. Bill says, I need a break. I need to breathe. Can I take a moment? Gideon says, sure. And then they get back at it, and Bill says, I need to talk about something else. I need a day to just process some of this. Let's continue, but I have some other topics in my notes here I want to address. I've known about Sovereign Class way before we ever came out with this, and it wasn't a word I saw often. Now I see it a lot more. Is that directly related? Gideon answers, yes and no. There are some references, probably put there intentionally by the Cabal, but the term Sovereigns belongs to each soul and is a spiritual term, stolen or co-opted by the Cabal. So the term itself is not exclusive to just CSRQ and the classification. Bill says, I've asked you quite a bit about the sovereign citizen movement too. Is your opinion still the same? They never have any information for non-Americans either. It's not even practical for the rest of us. Gideon says, my opinion is the same. It will not stop the cabal whatsoever. There are also some claims relating to it that seem specious to me. Claims people are recovering millions of dollars from their secret accounts. Bill says if that were true, 
Why would a guy like David Lester Strait need to charge all this money for his seminars? He should already be a multimillionaire if he says it's that easy to, to go recover all this money. Gideon says he wouldn't need to char charge money, no. But if he is a sovereign, he would want to get more money to change into USDR. Bill says we never checked on him, but it wouldn't surprise me if he was. The whole thing might be a honeypot too. They are getting a very good list of the kinds of people they will definitely want vaccinated. Gideon says, it might also be a cabal ritual. I said before, the contracts they described are completely invalid and illegal. You cannot agree to a contract at birth, yet they are proposing that is what was done. You cannot even agree to a contract as an adult if such is done under deceptive circumstances, yet they are saying that is what you are doing when you sign certain things or sign your name. So what they are doing is actually validating the illegal contracts by legally trying to get out of them. Bill says they're validating the process. That's insane. There's nothing to get out of because none of it's legal in the first place. Gideon says that is correct. They would be better served by working to dismantle the illegal occupying police state criminal mafia that passes as their government the U.S. government. Bill says, thank you for clarifying that again. I bring it up because so many people are into that stuff. Another question I have is, I spoke with someone the other day about gang stalking. They were saying it's increasing. Can you get more into that? Gideon answers, yes. They are the teachers I spoke about, the ones who are attacked the most. The gang stalking can be done by entities or it's done by intelligence agencies. They go after the people who are spiritually the biggest threat. Bill says, I see. I believe that. I know people are gang stalked. So if you really look, can you find the teachers? What do we look for to find them? Gideon answers, I think some astral travelers are good to listen to because they can do something very special and are rare. Unfortunately, they are untrained and it's rare to find someone who has a solid connection with the righteous on the other side. These astral travelers are seeing glimpses of things, sometimes deceptions too. I think the ones warning people not to go into the light, they have great wisdom. If someone is being maligned, attacked, and censored, give them your ear and consideration too. Hmm, Bill says, I see. Who should we follow then? Gideon answers, you shouldn't be thinking in terms of following anyone. Seek out those who realize the true nature of reality. Your soul can sense the truth in another if you listen to your intuition. People do not listen to their intuition. God gave us an antenna inside of us, our pineal gland, but we ignore it. That voice inside of us is highly attuned and will always guide us. But you would not believe, Bill, how many people consciously, directly ignore those senses and feelings. Bill says, no, I get it. I get it completely. You know why I get it? Because I saw 9-11 happen a week before it happened and I did nothing. Gideon says, right, you've told me this story. Bill says, I saw it all. The towers exploding in fire. The news a week before. I was watching CNN and Barbara Olson was on Larry King. And I froze and said inside myself, she's going to die in a plane crash in a week. And then I saw the towers on fire and heard the term of terrorism. Gideon says, I believe you. I know others who've had similar experiences. Bill says, when this happened, I walked right outside my house and looked south to D.C. that night. I said, 
I need to do something. The drive was really far, really far. I thought about that at least a day, but I was ready to do it. Then you know what I did? This feeling came over me of shame and I felt silly. And I said, oh, this is nothing. This won't happen. It's not my country anyway. Why am I so concerned? And I forgot about it. Then a week later, it happened. I did nothing. I could have stopped it. Gideon says, you could not have stopped it. You would have just gotten yourself killed. The cabal would not let you. One man stop it. Bill says, I know, I know. I'm more upset I doubted myself. The good thing is that it showed me there's a lot more to this world. How could I perceive such an event a week before it happened? It defies all known science. I know it wasn't a false memory because it was so distinct. Barbara Olson really was on Larry King that week before. I really was watching it. I really did walk outside and look south of the border to D.C. I know it happened. The memory is clear as day. Gideon says, it's an incredible story for you, and you should never forget or doubt it. The Cabal promotes their static version of the universe that says there is nothing. There is no mystery. We are just solid dead matter. They know better. Bill says, they don't want us using DMT, LSD, or ayahuasca, do they? Gideon answers, they don't want anyone exploring anything beyond this world unless they are in charge of that, such as a satanic seance they run, or if the person is untrained, then they don't mind. What is interesting is they found that dark entities could use the television to control people far more than introducing psychedelics to the masses. Bill says, that's interesting. Are those drugs good to use, by the way? Gideon says, not unless under the right circumstances, because they will easily open you up to dark entities who can invade you, deceive you. It's also better if you can train your own mind to become more sensitive. The brain already produces small amounts of DMT. Bill says, I've never done them, but I would want to do them with a teacher or a guide I trusted. Gideon answers, that would be wise. Bill says, you think when people come together and intently form a collective thought that it can have an impact for change? Gideon says, yes, it is small effect, but yes, it can make an impact. Bill says, I guess the frustration I feel and a lot of people feel and felt after reading part one is this sense we can't win or we're not winning or the cabal is going to win. This is what I hear from people. Gideon answers, it's very hard to process and to accept, but it is better to accept reality than believe in comforting lies or fantasies. Bill says, you don't truly believe the cabal is going to win, do you? Gideon says, no, but they have been successful so far. We have to admit that. They are very powerful. We have to admit that. They can be stopped. They can be destroyed. But I think people are too vulnerable to their tricks. We need truth seekers to be strong, not weak. I see too many people following their gatekeepers. I see too many people who are seemingly aware and awake who then quickly fall back into traps. This is what worries me. Bill says, I wanted to ask you if, because of these rule changes, what kind of crazy things they might do. What should we prepare for? Gideon says, Someone who I trust, who would know these things, says the cabal is not going to do a fake pandemic for the next pandemic. They will do a real one. This is very concerning. Bill says, that's not good. We know they can't do a virus, right? Gideon answers, they cannot do a virus. They do not exist in nature, not in the way they claim. 
The vaccines have always been the real virus, and they have to be shoved into the bloodstream with force to infect people, or it's better to say, to poison people. Bill asks, what are they going to do if they want to do a real pandemic? Gideon answers, they have a variety of toxins available to them, chemical and bacterial, and they have sound and electromagnetic weapons. They might even pretend it's a virus, more like a super virus. Bill says, they did their dirty work with the vaccines because it involved compliance, right? People had a choice to take them for the most part. Gideon answers, yes, they are throwing those old rules out the window. This is why I'm scared, genuinely scared for the first time. Bill said, you told me to expect the unexpected. Gideon says, they will pull things off that no one is prepared for. Bill says, will the cabal need to go and hide from whatever poison they are going to put out there? Gideon says, we do not expect that. Not something like anthrax. Not something that could harm them. They can target anything, anywhere, localize it, and produce the intended harm. Exploit it and scare everyone else. Bill says, I see why this September meeting is such a grave matter. I wish we could stop them. Gideon says, I am talking to a lot of people and putting feelers out on what can be done. I'm not seeing anything I can work with. I don't know the location. What can people reading do? Bill asks. Gideon says, well, do not live in fear. Whatever the cabal does, it will thankfully be localized, as I said. Be smart and aware of your surroundings. I would not go walk around the downtown of a major city or go to a music concert for that example. What can our people do? Anything, Bill asks. Share the information, Gideon answers. Bill says, I tell them that's important. What about the people who wrote us? Most of them seem great to me. These are good people who can work with us. Gideon says, you and Michael know what to do, so lead them in the right direction, and we will get them up to speed. Bill says, I will. Thanks for your time again. There's 10 more things I want to talk about, but we both have to go. I think we need a part three. I want to ask more about the war in the astral plane and more questions about what it's like there. Gideon says, a part three is appropriate, but I would have to write a book to get down everything I know about this spiritual battle going on. It is incredibly complex. Bill answers, I know. With each answer you give, I find there are more and more questions. I don't want to give up on exploring these subjects. I'm hearing from a lot of people who want to know more, so we won't give up. Gideon says, we will reconvene again. Godspeed. All right, I'd love to hear what you think about that. I know they were pretty long, but there's a lot of good information in there. Kind of scary, I know. I know we all have people that, well, most of us do that have people that ended up getting this procedure done. And I know it's hard to think about all of that, and especially to hear some of this stuff that was in this podcast and these interviews. It's kind of hard. It's kind of deep. It's heavy. I know. But we have to face reality, don't we? And this might be reality. So let me know what you think about these interviews. Let me know if you think, like whatever, whatever you think about these. Let me know. Email me, the Brave New World Order Podcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at BraveNWO Podcast. I would love to hear from you. I always do. And I reply to all my emails and messages. So please reach out, connect. And also, if you love 
the Brave New World Order podcast and you want to support it and help see it grow, click the link in the show notes below and help support and help the Brave New World Order podcast reach new heights. I would be forever grateful. Thank you so much for joining this episode of the Brave New World Order. I will be checking in soon. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and I hope you have checked out some of my other episodes that uh, gaze away from the abyss of darkness that is the current events and try. I try to bring something a little different. I've uh, been doing the Emerald Tablets of Thoth Atlantean. Check those out. Also the Kybalion. I read the whole book. Check those out as well as two episodes of the Kybalion. Let me know what you think of those as well. I will be back soon. In the meantime, stay positive. Question everything. Think for yourselves. Much love.